On my way home from yesterday's show, everyone in the street seemed to have their phones up, pointed toward the sky. Looking up, lo and behold, there it was, the blood red moon, about to be swallowed up in the lunar eclipse. Did any of you catch it? That was the first lunar eclipse that was observable in Korea since last May. Thanks to the accommodating weather, it was indeed quite easy to catch with just our own eyes. Now, sure, it's not a once in a lifetime kind of phenomenon, and lunar eclipses aren't super rare, but that full moon floating up there, glowing red in the dark autumn sky. Over red and yellow autumn leaves. Well, that picturesque moment isn't something we see ever so often. Just as we don't often see everyone in the streets stopping to unglue their gazes from their phones to look up at the sky. I'm Lena Park, and this is one fine day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was from with her song, Come to the Backside of the Moon. So, how many of you saw it? The Red Moon, the lunar eclipse last night. Now, just as some of our listeners had said yesterday, it did start just around the time I wrapped up and was leaving the studio. And especially so dramatic because it was so red against red autumn leaves. You know, the next lunar eclipse is coming up in September of 2025, which means the leaves won't be as colorful then. So it really was a rare thing to see. You know, at the top of yesterday's show, we talked about how there are things that simply cannot be put off for another time and must be enjoyed in the moment. And last night's red moon sure seemed to fit that bill. Today, there must be other things that can only be enjoyed. Today, let's think of some. What could be that for you? Today's roll call can also only be called today as well. So tell me where you are and what you're doing as you are listening to today's One Fine Day. Don't forget to also send in your song requests. As always, feel free to share your sayonder, stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, write on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. Today is Wednesday, which means Kayo Top 10 is back. So that's coming up in part two. I hope you stick around for our mini trip back in time. I'll be back with the roll call after this. Here is Hyorin and Changmo with Blue Moon.
One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it is 5.22 p.m. And it's, it's a nice day. It's kind of sunny out, but uh, it's a chilly, warm in the daytime still. My gosh, autumn is so, so nice right now. I think we're peaking because the leaves are looking so vibrant. Right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeoido, Seoul. Where are you? It is our global roll call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are today and what you're all up to. Where are you? Lee Seung-hyun 533 writes, Hi Lena, how are you today? You look wonderful as always. Thank you very much. I'm doing well, thank you very much. Jay Yuncho Park writes, Hi Lena, today I'm enjoying the day off. The project I was working on at work was done last Monday. During the project, my team and I put lots of effort into it. And now, it's time to relax. It's been a while taking a day off, so I'm just doing bindung bindung. And soon it'll be time to relax with OFD. See you soon in 오늘 방송도 파이팅! That's so nice. Bindung bindung. Just putting about the house, doing nothing, and just luxuriating in the fact that you don't have to do anything. Well, I hope you're enjoying the show right now. Yubi Nicole writes, Lina Onni, annyeonghaseyo. My apartment building's fire alarm went off really loudly at 5 a.m. this morning. They usually end up being false alarms, but I thought it was odd. For it to go off so early, so I opened the front door to check, but it was all quiet out. I guess it was another false alarm, but it was ringing for an hour, so I've been in a daze since. There's been so many false alarms lately, I don't even know when I should run. Hmm. Well, first of all, that is a very unpleasant way to be uh, robbed of your very, very important sleep there. Five in the morning. Um, and also, I mean, nobody, like, checked into it. You didn't get any uh, answer or feedback about it. And also, what if it was real? You just never know. We had an alarm go off, I think, a couple years ago in the middle of winter. All I did was just grab my coat and my dog, ran outside. Everyone ran outside. And of course, it was it was a false alarm, thank goodness. But I don't know, for an hour, nobody going out, even everyone just ignoring it? I don't know. I think that uh, maybe that alarm system needs to be addressed because it's for our safety. Well, in any case, thank goodness it was false. Really. Alicia Y writes, Yesterday, I mentally prepared myself to face a very busy and stressful day today. Three of our company's important clients decided to do major launches today, and I'm on two of those accounts. And the one colleague I work closely with on both accounts was out at a funeral, which meant double tasks for me. I mentally rehearsed how I juggle a whole day, but things weren't half as bad as I thought they'd be. The showings went surprisingly smoothly, so other than the early morning hustle, juggling, catering with my usual morning tasks. I wasn't needed much. Today was still a busier than average day for me, but because I had mentally 
myself for the worst. The day seemed so peaceful. I felt like I was taking things easy, even though I got lots done. All right, definitely, it's always about perspective, right? And uh, I always think that, you know, if you go in with low expectations, then you'll be less dis- less chance of being disappointed. Or if you, uh, you know, expect the worst, hope for the best, which is one of those cliches that I just love, then you'll kind of always be, I don't know, uh, protected against, first of all, disappointment, and also be prepared, be prepared for a lot of activity be mentally ready for it. So that's a great example of that. Thanks for sharing. Alrighty, it's time to fulfill some song requests. The first from here, I am 0203, who writes, Lina. A little while ago, I saw somewhere that there's a song that 95% of the entire Korean population know only the first 20 seconds of. I checked out what it was, and it turns out I really haven't heard the song to its end. So my request is Kim Johan, "You Are My Girl." 오늘도 화이팅입니다. All right, now I'm a little bit confused because the song that the entire Korean population only knows the first 20 seconds of is that Kim Johan song, or is that just a random song request that you want <laughs> to? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Liz says that it was played at the end of the sitcom, so that's why um, everyone only knows the first 20 seconds. Okay, so that is the song. Well, we're going to listen to it till the end. Diwan Rafiqul Islam and listener Dr. M.D. Kamruzaman both coincidentally have the same song request. Kamruzaman says, Many thanks for playing enjoyable K-pop songs. I love Korean songs. And both... These listeners wanted to listen to Chiquita by Rocket Punch. Okay, so um, we will listen to Chiquita by Rocket Punch. And then after that, You Are My Girl by Kim Johan. We just heard uh, Chiquita by Rocket Punch, and before that, it was Kim Johan's You Are My Girl to the very end. The whole song. Yes, that was the whole song. And it was great till the very end. Wonderful. All right, we have a text from listener 9971 who also says, I've only heard the opening of the song until now. I never even knew who the artist was. I actually do remember, I think back in the day, people actually didn't even realize that it was uh, Kim Johan and thought it was some pop song, right? But no, that is our very own Mr. Kim Johan. Yes, lyrics by him. Listener Jong Song Ha writes, The one line that everyone knows but so few have heard the song in its entirety. So sad, but I guess so happy too, because to have the first most famous, you know, 20 seconds of any song, that's pretty cool. Perfect length for, like, you know, a social media video clip. Oh, I should tell Kim Joon to make one. <laughs> He'll get lots of likes. All right. Listener Toyang writes, Hello from Gangnam. The air doesn't seem so good today. I hope we get better air tomorrow. Oh, I did not check. I was so busy with this and that and stuff and errands that I did not check the air quality. I guess I check it less these days. 
because I'm always wearing a mask anyway. <laughs> but yes, we should we should be diligent. We should check that air quality. Listener Yunmi Tang writes, <laughs> What's that for, this laughing? Finally, I am planning an overseas trip for the first time since COVID started. Okay, uh, laughter deserved. I booked the flights and hotel. Ticketing is always so exciting. I looked at my passport for the first time since my trip to Vietnam in January 2020. And not surprisingly, I need to get a new passport. It's still a while until February, but I think it'll be a happy, exciting wait. It is too early to take my suitcase out though, right? A little too early, yes. I think you can wait till February to do that. But have fun. Lot, you got lots of time to plan for the trip, so you can plan everything that's going to be fantastic. All right, keep us updated. Listener, I am Jipe. I think that's what it is. I am Jipe Nim. Says, 안녕하세요. My COVID quarantine finally ended today, so I took a walk for the first time in a while. I felt so stifled until today, but the light breeze and warm sunlight made me feel great. I finally feel alive. I want to request 이문세 그녀가 온다. Well, congratulations on finishing your quarantine. A lot of people find it really difficult to kind of just sit still. It sounds like you had a hard time as well. So I hope you're feeling better uh, regardless. And I'm glad you got to go outside and enjoy the beautiful autumn weather. Let's listen to I Am Chibe's uh, request for our next song break. Here is Imunse with Kunyoga Here she comes, featuring Kyuhyun. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Kong listener 12314-1217 wrote in during a morning rerun earlier today, saying it's hard for me to catch the live broadcast around 5 p.m., but I'm so grateful that I can listen to reruns. I always wait for this time of day. Yes, it's, uh, you know, the live broadcast is at 5.20 p.m. Korean time, but it's kind of nice that our reruns, um, that we have enough of them throughout the day that everyone can find, I think, a time slot that works for them, right? And reruns are great because you get all the music as well. So thank you for um, giving a nice shout out to our reruns. <laughs> Listener Taipei Warren writes, DJ Lena, my friend Mike heard about my interview on K-Pop Connection from this show, from OFD, and he too checked out the interview. After listening to my interview on KPC, this guy went to our company's Zoom team chat channel and broadcast it to all my colleagues in Houston and Curitiba. Oh my goodness. Now all my colleagues know about my interview at KPC and my idol, Lena Park. They were surprised, too, that a stern and stoic person like me would admire a K-pop star. Some of them were so curious about you that they, too, checked you out on YouTube. 
Since Mike had started the ball rolling on our team chat channel, I used the opportunity to encourage my colleagues to tune into OFD and KPC too. I've now become an unofficial ambassador for KBS World Radio shows, promoting them to all of my global colleagues and friends. Anyway, I'm happy to play this role as all the radio shows on KBS World Radio are awesome and more people should tune in too. Yes, I definitely have to say you are our unofficial ambassador, that is for sure. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's wonder the power of social networking. Very, very good illustration of that there. Thank you so much for sharing. And thanks to Mike for sharing. All right, listener, best Yoon writes, 안녕하세요, Lina Nuna. I graduated from college recently. And it's already been two months since I began searching for a job. I've worked hard, but have yet to get hired, so I've been a little depressed. But one day, I heard Stevie Wonder's Lately playing on TV, and I remembered how I used to listen to your version of the song so much back in high school. <laughs> That's already seven, eight years ago. I hope you'll sing the song again one day. Oh, yes, it's a wonderful song, isn't it? Yes, if I do have another opportunity, for sure, I'd love to sing it again. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you for reminding me as well. Good luck on your job, Serge. Hang in there. Don't give up. All right, listener BYY Sphere writes, Hello, DJ Lena. After watching your concert this moment, I've bought your studio albums from the very first one. Wow. I wasn't able to get all of them because there were some that were sold out, though. I plan to listen to them all for a long, long time. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. I mean, you didn't not only purchase not a streaming or digital album, but you actually bought the physical albums. That's very impressive. Yes, a lot of them are have been long out of print, so there just isn't any left in the world. But... Oh, I'm very flattered. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. All right, up next for our song break. This is a song requested by listener Toyang. It is Brown Eyed Soul with Kudae Pam Nae Achim, Night and Day. not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. Time to listen to two songs that seem nothing alike but are actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's parallel universe. Today, we will listen to two songs that are better. Well, they share the title, Better, and I'm sure they're better than others. <laughs> First, we'll listen to the K-pop song entitled Better by Boa. This solo idol artist famously made her debut back in 2000 when she was just 13 years old. She quickly won the title Star of Asia. 
she celebrated the 20th anniversary of her debut with the release of her 10th studio album entitled Better in 2020. And this song naturally was the title track of the album. The song samples uh, from another song called Like I Do by Swedish singer Awa and lyrically it's about not hesitating, boldly approaching love. Here's a bit of the words. Now take it. It's ready. Time that belongs only to us. If you've become bold, it's okay. Be honest and show me. Only you can take it. It's ready. You already knew this about you. Don't make it frustrating. You better than this. All right, very encouraging. And I think also talking about let's be bold, not just her being bold, but a call to not hesitating. As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to Better by American R&B musician Khalid. This song was released as a lead single off of his 2018 EP entitled Sun City. It was later also included on his second studio album entitled Free Spirit, released in 2019. The song made a very slow ascend on the charts, um, but eventually became his first solo top 10 single in the U.S. Now here's a bit of the song's lyrics. Love to see you shine in the night like the diamond you are. I'm good on the side. It's alright. Just hold me in the dark. No one's gotta know what we do. Hit me up when you're bored. I live down the street, so we meet when you need and it's yours. All I hear is, nothing feels better than this. Nothing feels better. Alright, let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. Better by Boa and Better by Khalid. That was Better by Khalid, and before that, Better by Boa. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Alright, coming up in part two, it is OFD's version of Gaio Top 10, so don't change that channel. Let me wrap up part one first. Here is Bio with Jul Rope featuring Konjina. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we will hop on a time machine and travel back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Here is Imhanir with Everything. Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. 
Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS 2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program, dubbed the Kayo Top 10. It is not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but Way Back When Wednesday. We're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old-school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. And of course, in the studio with me, it is our Kayo Top 10 guide back in the studio. Hi, Liz. Hello. Hi. Welcome back into the studio. It's been a while. Behind the mic. Yeah. Yes. It feels awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I Does it already feel awkward? Uh, It it does feel like it's been a while. It does feel like it's been a while. It hasn't been that long. Mm. But I don't know. Emotionally, I feel like we're all sort of in a different place than we were the last time we sat here together. That's very true. Yeah, we'll put. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Things have changed. But in any case, Kayo Top 10 is back. Mm -hmm. I can hear the squeals of pleasure. You know, here and there, um, probably, you know, if we look on our Kong chat uh-huh. as well, I can just imagine. Um, I think by far one of the most popular corners on OFD here, Liz. I'm so flattered. Yeah, you should be. All your good hard work and your copious research bringing in a fantastic playlist. I'm looking at the playlist right mm-hmm. now, and I think our listeners are not going to be disappointed. They're going to be singing along, so everybody mm-hmm. start warming That's up. That's true. A yeah. lot of them are very much sing-alongable. Yeah. And, uh, Is it all from a certain particular time today? Yes. It's actually from a single chart. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's I, a good chart. It was a very good chart. <laughs> yeah. And these were not even in the top. Oh, well, one of them was in the top ten. The other were not. They weren't even in the top. Wow. No, not at the not in the second week of November of 1994. Uh, in that particular week, they were not. 1994. Mm-hmm. Good right. year. Yeah, good it was year a good year. Kyo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so the reason these super popular songs were not in the top ten in that particular week was mm-hmm. because. There were a lot of great songs. There were just songs. too many yeah. great, great, great songs. Off the top of my head, I'm, I remember seeing Kim jong sa's name in there, and Pade Kumkumya was in there with Satejo Aider, and You Got Jan and You by Bang Mi-kyung was there. Wow. Um, and, uh, well, number one song of the week, was, on Kayo Top 10 anyway, mm-hmm. was Do Hana Manel Wie, or uh, it was a song by Ku Bon Sung. Yeah. I oh, talked about that song yes. and that artist uh, on Kaiotokten before. And 그대와 함께 with you by Son Ji-chang and Kim Min-jong, known as Son Ji-chang and Kim Min-jong on Kaiotokten yeah. at the time because yeah. they weren't even the blue yet. Not yet. Yeah, because no. that, that was a part of a soundtrack for a drama. The drama OST, mm-hmm. that's right. And and then number three was one of the songs I will be introducing in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that was what was happening in terms of the Kaiotokten charts in the second week of November of 1994 mm. and uh, the reason I went back to 94 was yeah. simply because I found these songs and the five songs that I have for you today mm-hmm. actually have something really um, hmm, really trivial in common they like they, I just noticed it and I was like just this random trivial thing but mm-hmm. still the fact that there is a little Commonality. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll I'll get to that in just a bit. Interesting. But before I go to the first song, I just mm-hmm. wanted to quickly mention that on the other side of the pond, nice. in the second week of November mm-hmm. of 1994, uh, a number one song of the week was 
I'll make love to you by voice to men. <laughs> me too. Okay. Wow. I'll let you take the second one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shell Crow. Mm-hmm. All I want to do, all, all I want to do is have some. <laughs> yeah. This is her debut song mm-hmm. of her debut album. Mm-hmm. This album I listened to uh, within an inch of its life. <laughs> <laughs> Just within an inch of its life. Uh, I, on repeat in my car. Oh, I don't blame you. Loop. It was a great album. It really, it, it, I mean, it I'm not gonna lie. Me a lot. Um, I was actually kind of in a limbo in '94 mm. because mm. that's the year I moved. Ah. So I was, I was just about starting to get a flood of music in the both worlds. Right. But Boys to Men, I know I listened to it in Korea first yes. because my sister had the CD. It was just as big here. Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cheryl Crow, I do remember first Sorry. hearing her. Um, after I got there yeah. through MTV, right? right so it was right. music videos first for That's me. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think her title single was actually "Leaving Las Vegas First. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but anyhow, not important because this is Kyoto Top Ten, not Billboard Top Ten. Top Ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good so stuff. yeah, uh, other songs include you know Bon Jovi always and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But anyway, and as predicted on Kong, mm. we've got so many um, happy looking Kong emojis. <laughs> JS Jerry seventy six says "오랜만입니다, 오랜만 작가님," like "안녕까지," right? Tepe Warren, of course, lots of emojis. Says it feels like a long time since we've last heard. Um, Liz's voice, and mm. I can't wait. We have Alicia, who finished French class early, so she's right on time Bye here well. for once. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, she says it's been a while. Tepe Warren, yay, Gayo. Alicia, <laughs> Liz, and it just goes on Aww, and on. thank you, guys. Yes, and we've also got Update 2000, KYP702, uh, joining us on the Kong chat boards as well. Fantastic. Right. Second week of November, but we are going all the way back to 1994. I just started college. Oh. Yeah, it was exciting times. Wow. Yeah. I keep forgetting that you know, there's an age gap. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I shouldn't say things like that anymore. <laughs> I mean, but we're all moving toward the same direction. So. Uh, yeah, we're all going to get there eventually. Yes. Just at different points in time. Exactly. All right, let's start off with our first song of the day. Right, so first off, that mm-hmm. thing that these songs have in common. Yeah. It's the intro. It's like the first bar oh, of the song. Interesting. They all mm-hmm. have an instrumental um, uh, introduction to the song. Yeah. And they all start with an arpeggio. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, musical. And, yeah. Kind of commonality. And the reason that I was able to compile this list in the first place was because the first two songs mm-hmm. actually use the exact same three notes. <laughs> or four really? notes, rather. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's, very so, intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's the same key. Yeah. And the same instrument, okay. except I think one is a nylon guitar and the other one's an electric guitar. Okay. Or it may not be an electric. My ears are not that great. <laughs> but So some kind of guitar. So they sound different, but mm-hmm. they are the exact same notes. Oh. Almost the same tempo, yeah. but not quite. Uh-huh. But two completely different genres. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. So the first song, we're going to start with the quieter number. Okay. It's 너를 사랑해, or I Love You, by Han Dongjun. Oh, wow. And it it does have a very uh, memorable, um, famous opening. Yeah. It's, you know, guitar, PGO, right. um, backed by some bird songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful song um, that's used to be a very popular wedding song. 
Yeah, I can see that. I mean, lyrically, too, it screams weddings. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people would still be using this as a wedding song unless they're getting married in their 40s and 50s. Oh, really? Is there something in the lyrics that... No, no, no. Just because it's an, it's it was a it's hit older in night. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I could see people in their 20s and 30s getting married in 1994 sure. using this as a wedding song. Sure, sure. that's true. But, you know, yeah. 20-something years later... I don't know. They could be retro. (laughs) I suppose. But, I mean, if they want to cater to their parents, maybe. Sure, sure. That's funny. But it is a beautiful song. And if you are looking for a a wedding song that your peers may not be too familiar with, I think this is an option. Yes, go off the beaten path. Exactly. (laughs) Um, this was actually a, uh, the title track of Han Dong-jun's second album, which was released in June of 1993. Mm-hmm. So the, it was a long runner in terms of charts. And uh, as for the artist Han Dong-jun himself, he is billed as a folk rock singer-songwriter. Okay. And uh, he, I didn't know, uh, I always knew that he was a part of Tonga Gihek. Mm-hmm. And I could see him in Purungumpangi. Mm-hmm. But what really surprised me was that before all that, mm-hmm. he was part of SM Entertainment. Oh, yeah. early SM. Well, early yeah. SM. And yeah. I was kind of surprised. Ah, so he was first with SM, but then he moved on to Tonga Kiwek, which was one of the big artist management companies mm-hmm. that had an image yeah, right? like I mean, if you see his fellow artists that yeah, were in the Kim Hyun-chol, Jang Pil-sun, Isora, right. you know, uh, Yoo Young-seok, that that, that crew, click, that that posse, that posse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Purung Gompangi is not that different. <laughs> A little bit of an age adjacent. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but another interesting tidbit I found out about artist Han Dong-jun mm-hmm. is that uh, his most famous song, mm-hmm. the song that is the breadwinner for him, yeah. the one that wins him the m- most amount of copyright is, money. It's not this one. No. Oh. It's actually Kim Gwang Seok's 사랑했지만. Oh, he yeah. wrote that. He wrote that. Oh. And he still That's makes money off it. I can imagine. Yeah. Because um, we all still sing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I we mean. We should all sing this too. Exactly. I was thinking uh, some of our listeners may be able to, you know, just. Feel the lyrics come to you, because that's what happened to me. Cause... No, as soon as you say 너를 사랑해, for yeah. anyone who knows a song, it's constantly already playing in my head. Yeah, yeah. that and 신효범's 난 너를 사랑해. You know, just play in your head I nonstop. I'm yeah. hearing it. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child, mm-hmm. when I first heard this song and I heard the line, the opening line, um, which basically says, so I heard the morning come, mm-hmm. and when I open my eyes, you are in my arms. Mm-hmm. My pure, innocent baby self was thinking, oh, they're married. <laughs> so that's why forever in my head, this is a wedding song. Ah, I see. Yeah. And, you know, like, he sees her in her arms, so right. he says, whoa, I love you. And then um, and then after that, he mm-hmm. says, whenever I'm going through a rough time, you're always by my side holding my shoulders. Mm. Whoa, I love you. Yes. And, um, forever, there is no breakup or sorrow or breakup for us. Uh, although we may have some tears. Mm-hmm. Again, very wedding-y. Yes, it and, is. Yeah, and then uh, basically he ends the song by saying that uh, we will be together until the heavens split us. Wow. I yeah. love you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. All right. It's uh, everybody warmed up. Let's all sing along. <laughs> Here's Han Dong-jun with 너를 사랑해, I love you.
that was 너를 사랑해 I love you by Han Dongjun. I think we have a listener who's actually listening to it for the first time. Yeah, sounded like it. Wow, I love this song is the message <laughs> sent by KYB702. I'm not surprised Taepae weren't hearing the song for the first time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm surprised about this song too, or mm-hmm. this message too. Toyang, mm-hmm. listener Toyang says, isn't this uh, song best known for Kungyu's version in the TV drama Coffee Prince. Did he sing this in Coffee Prince that I actually don't remember? The only song I remember from Coffee Prince is Lee Sung-yoon's version of Pada Yoheng. Mm-hmm. We might have to look into that. But maybe, maybe it's I'm time sure for right. me to revisit Coffee Prince. <laughs> it's already actually even been a while. So, yeah. But yeah. Mm, okay. It was a fun drama. I think it, I think Doyang is right. I think there mm. was a version cool. of Noru Saranghe by Hong um, Yu. Cool. Oh, that must be so cute. Yeah, it's time for me to revisit Coffee Prince. Thank you for <laughs> the reminder. Alicia also thinks it's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a beautiful song. It just doesn't get old. I did mm-hmm. enjoy JS Jerry 76's message too because oh. he was he was talking about how you know in reality yeah. when you fall asleep with someone's head on your arm, oh, yeah. your arm falls asleep, yes. fall asleep. So <laughs> that's actually um, true. <laughs> yeah, the wall bit is you know you your your cry of pain. <laughs> Whoa, it's actually, I'm hurting all my arm. Yes, and and being the head on that arm mm-hmm. is not that comfortable no, either, really. okay? Because yeah. then my neck gets all kinked up. and it's, so It's never the right height. <laughs> it's not as easy as it no. looks on the movies. <laughs> and I'm reminded of that bit from the uh, Friends, the sitcom. Um, what was it? Push and roll, or push. roll. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, use it with caution. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, Tapey Warren watched Coffee Prince, so technically, mm. it's not her first time listening to the song. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Uh, JS Jerry's embarrassed that you read his. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> come on, we all we all been there, okay? Mm. We're all adults, and we all been there. Yes. All right. Ooh, a good one for our next song or next song. Yeah, so I'm excited because I love this song. That the song has the exact same notes in the very opening of the song. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, mm-hmm. when I hear those notes, the mm-hmm. four notes, yeah. this is actually the first song that comes to my mind. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And uh, it is Soshi or Prologue by Shin sung I have talked about both the song and the artist on the show before, yes. but just to recap, yeah. he is a singer, actor, musical actor. Um, oh, what's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Uh, he is an artist mm-hmm. and he is sculptor. Yes, oh, sculptor. Yes. yes, yes. And he also, um, you know, produces and directs musicals mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and uh, he is a professor as well. So, mm-hmm. man of many hats. And yes. uh, he started singing uh, in the 80s, mm-hmm. in 1982. That's when he first started um, out as a member of a band. Mm-hmm. And then he found himself somehow in Puhai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I woke up one day and I was in Puhai. Yeah. I mean, he's a great singer, that's why. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I think I mentioned this the last time I mentioned his name on the show as well, but uh, his vocal chops is often overlooked because of the looks. I feel so bad for him mm. because actually not only his vocal chops, but his musicianship. Yeah. 
is overlooked. Uh-huh. He's in that same club with Kim Won Jin. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They, they just see the pretty face and they don't think that they're like good musicians. Exactly. But they are. But they are. They. You know, some <laughs> people just have everything. No. I'm sure there's things he can't do. Oh, that's true. Maybe he can't no. ride a bicycle. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's random. I was going to say, maybe he doesn't cook. Maybe he can't know. dance. I don't maybe. know. Oh, now, the funny thing that you should mention Although dance. Although he does do musicals, so. Maybe. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in 1994, when he released his third album, that happened to be around the same time as a release of the third album by another uh, super hot artist of the time, mm-hmm. namely Sotejuaite. Right. But what happened was the two albums were both uh, put, like, kind of squeezed into the genre of alternative rock. Mm. And so a lot of critics were uh, critics were making note of how these two alternative rock genres were so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are in the umbrella. That's true. But they are so different. Yeah. For one thing, Sotejuai, there was dancing yes. to their alternative rock numbers, whereas... Shin Song Woo was taking it classic rock style. Yes, so yes. he was, he had the long hair right, and he the had fashion. the standing mic and yep. he had the, I mean, he had the body to pull off the leather pants and, you know, why right. not flaunt it, right? So he was doing all of that on stage mm-hmm. and he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> he just epitomized mm-hmm. what we all think of as like that cool rock star. Exactly. Yep. And another interesting fact about that is, he did it not with like hard rock, but with a very soft rock ballad, ballad. known as Hashi. Yes, and this song is actually known best for its beautiful lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's often ranked in you know those charts about you know like famous lyrics or mm-hmm. beautiful lyrics yeah. from the nineties and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And speaking of lyrics, apparently this song was initially written as um, an a bit of an ode to a friend mm-hmm. uh, before parting ways for uh-huh. whatever reason. And in the lyrics, we actually see a line where he says, uh, my precious friend who now has to go on a journey. Yes. So I think on the sur- on the surface level, a lot of people just assume this is a song for a friend. Right. But there's a, apparently another very famous interpretation, and it's a very happy one, mm-hmm. because uh, someone uh, kind of deduced or uh, theorized that this is actually a song uh, that a groom sings to a bride who will no longer be his friend, but partner in life. So the journey that they talk about is a journey as a married couple. Wow. But I don't think I would want to hear this as a wedding song, per se. Yeah, but that's a really cool interpretation. It is, though, right? Yeah. So I was looking closely at the lyrics one more time after reading that bit. And uh, after he sings, my dear friend or my precious friend, he says, uh, which means yes. we used to fight a lot. Right? We have fought a lot. But And then I caught myself thinking, you fight with your you know, significant other. Oh, yeah, those closest to you, sure. Yeah, but not with your friends. Like, you don't really fight with your no, buddies, that's, that's right? that's true, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. that line Ooh, had a very new meaning to me all right, of a sudden. Right. But, huh. you know, after that, the uh, the savvy bit is... I will always be here. Mm. You know, I will always be here. Whenever you get too tired, you can you can look at me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will draw in the stars for you to see how much I love you. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, I know all songs are very open to interpretation, mm -hmm. but I, I kind of like the second one, although I don't want to hear it as a wedding song. Yeah, but it is. And it's, this line, too, it just, everything kind of in that light, everything changes, right? right? The, um... The, the the many many memories mm. that made you be, to become me and me become you like, yeah oh. it's very coupley all of a sudden it, it really is mm -hmm. all right with a new lens let's listen to Shin Sung Woo's Seoshi Prologue. <laughs> That was Sushi. Ooh, that sounds so good. Even listening to it now. Prologue, you had a nice comment mm -hmm. about that. Because it just dawned on me. When you said it, when you introduced the song, right. I was like, hey, does he mean like a prologue to married life? I, you know, I always wondered why it was called it that, mm -hmm. you know? The thing is, um, I am very familiar with the English word prologue, yeah. but not so much Sushi for either. some reason. I mean, I guess... It makes more sense for you. <laughs> you know, I'll you know I'll have I'll tell you. I was telling Liz that uh, this my cousin when I was visiting Korea actually um, bought me this CD. Mm -hmm. So it was like actually the first Korean CD I ever owned, and uh, I didn't know any Korean mm -hmm. at the time, language wise. Mm -hmm. And I thought sushi was a different way to say I'm standing. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Maybe it's like to stand, like so uh, <laughs> I'm serious. for like so twenty logical. years. Because he says so isurke. He says mm, I'll, yeah, that's true. I'll stand here. That's so true. So I thought it was soshi, the act of standing. <laughs> that makes so much sense. So I, I actually didn't know his prologue until like twenty years after right. the fact. Right? I always <laughs> thought it was some kind of a poem. Like a she. she yeah, yes, so. yes, yes, yes. So two, um, you know, Different Korean Americans and <laughs> yeah, Korean North Americans. North Americans, yeah. Anyway. All right. It's getting better and better. Mm. Our next track for today. Right. Woo. So sticking with our so PGA openings, uh, this one is actually on a piano at the very beginning. It is Don Har Suisa, or You dun, Can, dun, dun, by Kang Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, Kang Sane is a, another folk rock singer-songwriter. Yeah. So hard to say. Folk rock. Folk rock. Yeah, folk mm -hmm. rock. And um, he... I The first thing I thought of when I started, you know, digging into the song mm. was like, I miss him. What's he been up to? You yeah. Because, you know, the, I think mm. the last album of his that I bought was like in 2011, mm -hmm. uh, which was Kiss. Mm -hmm. And that was an EP. Right. So it's like, give me a full-length album, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... he's not doing music? I, I think he's doing like singles and mm -hmm. OSTs here and there, mm -hmm. but not very often. Mm -hmm. He's just... Busy living life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Kang Sane, of course, is not his uh, birth name. Mm -hmm. um, his father named him apparently Yonggar, which uh, in in the traditional Hanja characters mm -hmm. means like manly man. Apparently, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't I didn't really look into the actual characters. It means but... manly man, although it sounds like young girl in English. I know that's the joke I was gonna. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Because um, I was like, come again? His name is what now? Um, but yeah, so I thought that I was, was really... That's first I heard of this. So. Yeah. Um, the reason he went with the stage name Sane was because 
um, his name was supposed to be Manly, and mm-hmm. Sane is a pure Korean word for man that's or like a boy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, that's cool. Yeah, but I thought it was really ironic that young girl, young girl, Kang girl sounds like Kang. Young, young girl. girl. <laughs> anyway, he is nothing like a young girl, no, by the way. No, no, no. Um, He's very manly, man. Yes. Uh, going back to his song, The One I See, it was a part of his second album that was officially his first album. Okay. So what happened was hmm. he had a volume zero. I see. Mm-hmm. But he named it volume zero to begin with. Right. So that just kind of throws it off. That does right? kind of throw it off. Yeah. So his first album released in 1993 mm-hmm. was volume zero mm-hmm. and that w- became super popular for the song Daguyo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this song was part of his... Uh, that. Um, yeah, his second album titled Volume 1, right. 나는 사춘기, mm-hmm. I'm in puberty, or mm-hmm. I am puberty. <laughs> and uh, I I thought it was really fitting because he's like, hey, this is my second album called Volume 1 because I'm in puberty. Mm, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, his songs usually have a very uh, important message. Mm. I mean... Donar Sista is a very the very easy to tell what the message is. It's an encouragement and it's a you know um, give you strength kind of song, right? Yeah. Um, but his other songs like Raguyo uh, and Do Isang uh, those kind of songs are anti-war, like purely anti-war yes. songs. Yes, definitely his messages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then his other super famous song, 거꾸로 강을 거슬러 오르는 저 힘찬 연하들처럼. Also another very, thank you very much. <laughs> I needed to like do my arm to like oh, make it an yeah, iambic pentameter. You gotta pentameter. do something, yes. Yeah. I have to do like, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, another very encouraging, empowering song. Mm-hmm. Let's go against the tide mm-hmm. and you know let's be it. like the salmons the yes, salmon song absolutely yeah and this song is no exception mm-hmm. uh, let's listen it's Kang Sane with Non Har Su Iso You Can That was Kang Sane with Non Har Su Isa. You can. On this week's Gayo Top 10 on One Fine Day, we're listening to songs from 1994, the second week of November. Mm-hmm. And it's a fantastic, that was a really good month chart yeah, for yeah. songs because these songs are still very much with us today. Yeah, and uh, as I was listening to this song, I was mm-hmm. also realizing that these are also very um, autumn-appropriate. They are very, yeah, they mm. have an autumnal feeling yeah. going on. It's got a really nice groove. I am loving this message by a listener, Laha Beta 2, who mm-hmm. says when she was in high school, her teacher sang this song to the class on the guitar. Oh, that's so sweet. That is very sweet. That is very yeah. sweet. It's, it's so simple, but it's powerful mm-hmm. in its simplicity. I think another listener mentioned earlier that this song is uh, very popular around this time of the year, just before the college oh, entrance that's test. right. Yeah. College entrance test coming up in a mm-hmm. few weeks. This one and... We can do it. Uh, I, I also imagine Quintana, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the two go-tos, yeah. is it not? Mm-hmm. That's for sure. All right, moving along to our next fantastic song. Yes, so I did mention <clears throat> that uh, Soshi was the only song that was on the chart on the second week of November, um, as in Kyoto Top 10 charts. Mm-hmm. But this song actually later goes on to win the Golden Cup. Wow. Yeah. Yes, because he was the king of the Golden Cups at the time. He really yeah, was, he um, was the king of 
and he being uh, Shin Sung Won, yes. and the song uh, Prince Emperor himself. Emperor, mm-hmm. Emperor. I'll Emperor get to that in a little bit. Uh, and we're gonna listen mm. to his song Kuhuro Oretongan after a long time, which was uh, part of his uh, fourth studio album, mm-hmm. and uh, the song that won him his fourth Golden Cup. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, he actually tied with Lee Sonny in mm-hmm. terms of number of Golden Cups, mm-hmm. and they're in the second place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, th- we have that Kawan guy. Yes. Yeah, he won seven. So yes. That's why. <laughs> they just had to cap it after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Shin Sung Won mm-hmm. is not quite Kawan, come to think of it, right? Not quite Emperor. He is the oh, Emperor, n- actually. Not quite. Okay, not Kawan. Apparently, Kawan is higher than Emperor. I don't know. Uh, but he, no, actually, he is. Uh, Hwang, uh, so right. he has he's very genre specific. That's right, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and so that guy's kind of kayo. Yeah, all songs. Yeah, all types of Everything. songs. Music yeah. in general. Yep, yeah. just Korean songs in general. Yes. Um, Any um, for those of our listeners who may not know who we're talking about, we're talking about Kawang Choyongpil. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Emperor of Ballads, Shin Sungun is. Uh, the still reigning emperor because everyone who came after him was basically just called like a prince or mm-hmm. like you know like the crown prince yes, or whatever exactly. like something younger and lower yes so not quite on the throne mm-hmm. in in the line for the throne yeah. but he has yet to be dethroned right as of yet i come to think of it i guess you know uh Prince Charles was a crown prince well into his 70s, so yes. it doesn't necessarily have to be younger. That's very true. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this was a part, as I mentioned, it was a part of his fourth studio album. It was the title track, and uh, he won not only the Golden Cup, but like a lot of like Guinness records yes. with this. You know, He has a lot of those. He, so. was, a, he was a bestseller. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just all around winning everything everywhere kind of career yes. I think this was actually the peak of his career yeah. um, and uh, I think it's safe to say that and also a lot of people uh, so a lot far of, oh, that's true too <laughs> point. Um, a lot of people have also mentioned that this album is the most Shin Sung-hun like Oh, yeah, that's so this, an interesting. This is the second time he took part in the production part mm-hmm. of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the head producer, the chief producer of the album, was still Kim Changwan, right? But he still had producer credits, and uh, I think that's part of the reason why uh, we see like a gradation happening mm, from I like see. his first album to, um, you know, whatever album there is, is there, at right now. There is definitely yes, sound wise, musically. There is a, an evolution going mm-hmm. on, yes. Yeah, that's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for. Um, but yeah, so aside from this track, Kuhuro Oretongan, there's Oren Ibeol Die, Noreul Bonemio, Namane Ibeol, Sarang Nekim, Ogunnanoe, and you know, they're all songs that a lot of our listeners w- might recognize just by listening to the titles, mm-hmm. and they were all in this album. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, wow. great, great artist. Yes. And I thought it was also very interesting how he's kind of pinpointed to this song mm-hmm. uh, and had actually told an interview that um, this song makes him think as he's singing on stage mm-hmm. oh those kind of songs <laughs> yeah, so, I'll admit as artists that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we have those moments yeah so basically on mm-hmm. stage as he's singing the song he's thinking you know I wrote this but it is a good song right 
Yeah. So. I'm sure you felt that for something you've written too. You're like, I know I wrote it, but it sounds pretty good. <laughs> Maybe a maybe a line here or two. Yeah, yeah. a line here or two. Yeah. Um, you know, artists who draw might feel that too. Yeah. Once in a blue moon. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, normally we sort of like don't like anything we mm. did, or we're yeah. like, oh, this that's fine. And we're humble. We feel humble about mm. it. But yeah, once in a blue moon, you'll get that gem. Yeah, and I mean, it must feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this is a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it opens with an arpeggio on a synthesizer. Oh. Um, and one thing I just wanted to note before we play the song mm-hmm. was that I don't like the English translation of the title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's Kuhuro Oretongan, mm-hmm. and the official English title for the song uh, on streaming sites is After a Long Time. But mm. just so you know, Kuhuro right. Oretongan actually means for a long time afterwards. Right, for a long time after. Mm-hmm. All right, so now to keep that in mind, let's listen. Shin Sung-un with Kuhuro Oretongan after a long time. We just heard Shin Sung-un with his song, Kuhuro Oretongan, after a long time, although we really want to impress it means a long time afterwards. I'm the lyrics that works, I guess, mm-hmm. but, you know, mm-hmm. like if we're just going to look at the uh, titles, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's a bad title. A bad <laughs> translation, anyway. It, it doesn't capture what it's about, Mm-mm. but uh, what a gorgeous recording. He, mm. he did such a wonderful job. And he is, Dan. I mean, he's amazing live as well, mm. uh, but this recording, I just feel like he he just went above and beyond. I <laughs> do remember seeing, like, in the album credits, Hamchuno was in there, Chang Pearson was in there. The top and, of the tops. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. We've mm. got crying emojis from Love 82, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, so, so awesome. A lot of people really loving this pick. Good times. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, we got one more for our list today. Also one more for the show. All right. Um, this song I picked because I will be honest with you, I couldn't find any more arpeggios. Oh, really? But this is an arpeggio only going down. Oh, okay. So, dun, so dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured it's the it would be best to put this song last. Oh, so that was yeah. very good. We had a nice uh, full circle. I thought it was kind of ironic mm-hmm. that um, this song is called Kyo Kejo, or mm-hmm. Please Remember. Mm-hmm. And this is the only song I didn't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this song I'm not, I can't hear it right away in my but, head. Yeah, but when you hear the song, the, from the opening, you might recognize it. Okay. Because that's what happened to me. I okay. was like, what is this song? Uh, Who is this guy? Uh-huh. And yeah, the first RPGO later, it's like, Oh, wait, I know this song. Mm. Happens a lot in this segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a song by an artist known as Kim Shin-woo. Uh-huh. And uh, he's actually more prolific as a songwriter, I believe. But um, so he initially made his debut as Kim Jong-woo in the uh, 80s. And uh-huh. he released two albums, but um, he doesn't really apparently talk about it. Oh. Um, and then in 1993, he had, he had another soft uh, entrance into the K-pop world mm-hmm. as a guest singer for Baronie. 
So okay. he, his voice, we hear it on the song Cocktail Sarang or Cocktail that's Love. That's his voice yeah. on Cocktail Love. So that happened in 1993. And after that song, you know, blowing up beyond yeah. ima- imagination. Another song we still listen to exactly. Um, uh, he decided to produce his own album and change his name because initially he went as Kim jong but he changed his name to Kim shin mm-hmm. or gave himself a stage name mm-hmm. and released his first album as Kim Shinu in 1994 mm. and this song Kyokejo was the title track. Ah, I see. Unfortunately after that uh his second, third and fourth album were kind of, you know, didn't really see the light of day uh not mm. because of musical issues but everything else. So there was like management issues, right. money issues right. and manager issues apparently too and so um it's just hard those things those are obstacles that become basically you just can't get your music out there. Yeah, and, so and unfortunate. You don't have a lot of venues in which to, you know, let people hear your music or perform it. Mm-hmm. And those logistics, they matter. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he is still singing. That's oh, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I think he released his last album, in, in the last full album, uh, in 2015. Oh, nice. Yeah, and okay. uh, he did everything on that album himself. He produced it, he played all the instruments, he Mm -hmm. wrote all the songs and, you know, did everything himself and uh, it's, I think it's really fantastic that he's still pursuing his dreams Mm -hmm. and uh, other songs that he wrote that became popular include Piyonen Gori by Lee Sung-un which is another... Oh, I love that song. Exactly. And then uh, An Sang-soo's Yongwon Inege is another popular Mm. one and he's actually uh, you know, took on the role as a musical director for movies as well. Oh, okay. Yes. Very <laughs> prolific career yeah. going on here. Mm-hmm. But this song, yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song that starts with an arpeggio, mm-hmm. but I just wish it was more remembered. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean... Um, How ironic. I know, right? Yeah. Well, maybe it's my fault for kind of putting it on the same list as the the other four that we heard. Maybe, because, because those they are... Were, yeah, yeah. They're heavy hitters. Yeah, very um, heavy hitters. But yeah, this one, I mean, it's not to say that this song is not popular, not, uh, not a lot of people remember. It is uh, well known. Mm-hmm. And I... I think I read a blog about how this is still a song that, like, a go-to song at Durebang for some people. Mm. Um, but it's just, like, to others who were more gravitated toward, like, say, Shin sung or right, Kang San-e at the right. time, this Rock. one, yeah, it's just a little bit of a backseat song, you I know? I see, I see. Uh, but now that we know that this song is called Kyokkejo, or Please, Please Remember by Kim Shinu, I think I might request this song on our show once in a while yeah from I now think so on. too yeah. and we can ask our listeners to please remember yeah. <laughs> please remember mm-hmm. alright and it's gonna be our last show closing us out thank you so much Liz always my pleasure loved going back to 94 with you loved it too and with you as well listeners we'll see you here tomorrow taking us out Kimishinu Kiyokkejo please remember <laughs> <laughs>